Hello and welcome to the Empire of the Cop podcast. Joining me, Farrell Keeling here today, and we've got a very special one for you. We've got Peter Kenny-Jones and Rick Elliott, and we'll all be discussing Jurgen Klopp's brand spanking new contract with Liverpool Football Club, plus more at the end uh, with Stan Collymore. What a day. What a day we're having. What an absolute day. So just to inform everyone who's joined the uh, live space, of course, uh, reportedly Jurgen Klopp has agreed a contract extension, keeping him at the club until the summer of 2026. It's a two-year contract extension, but we'll absolutely take it, according to David Ornstein of The Athletic. Uh, Pete, I'm going to come to you straight here. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Uh, I can start crying. It's that good, isn't it? It's like... You know, obviously, until we see the, the old school Melwood lean, until we see with the with a pen in hand, obviously you're still gonna hold a little bit back. But it looks like it's all done, and yeah, I just he is the poor football club at the moment, isn't he? And he has been since he's walked through the door, and just the thought of having another, even another day of him, was was make me happy. Another two years is unbelievable, and yeah, it's just as great as it is for us, it's as terrible for everyone else. And, and as you say, just what a day, what a time to be a Liverpool fan. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, it, 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 I was discussing this actually earlier, but uh, you know, just the, the, the idea of it happening. You know, we're all like, oh, well, the Premier League and our rivals are going to be really worried if this happens. But I mean, Rick, we're here, and I mean, obviously, we're waiting for official confirmation from the club, of course. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, it, it seems to be pretty much done and dusted. It, it was reliance on obviously Klopp and his assistants agreeing to extend because obviously he wanted Peter Kravitz and Pep Linders to also agree to extend their terms and negotiate together. Um, and it seems to have got over the line. How many cartwheels have you done already? Oh, I'm I'm Homer Simpson on the on the floor <laughs> doing the woo 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 That's you know, that that's pretty much how I've been for the last like couple of hours. I mean, yeah, we obviously want to see the club give an official statement, um, <clears throat> obviously confirming it, and, you know, having the whole video of him signing the contract and, you know, probably have some, they're probably paying the Beatles so that they can have the cover song in there, like getting the rights for that. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's odd how all of a sudden we've had this new chant that's, that started up and then a few weeks later it's like, Yep. All right. Contract sorted. Like that's that's pretty much the only thing that he, he wanted to hear before going. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'll stay. It's it's it's. Oof. I mean, yeah. I just the sooner Liverpool confirm it, the better. The number of like you know reports that are trickling out. It's it's the leakiest I think I've seen in a while. But from the club. Um, but yeah. Just just please confirm it. Just confirm it. Please. Please. I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, cha- it changes a lot, doesn't it? I mean, I mean, it changes a lot, but it also doesn't change much. Um, I'm going to start off firstly um, with Mo Salah's contract situation, just to deviate slightly, Pete, um, because a lot has been made of, well, what Mo Salah's actual demands are. Mo's insisted it's nothing to do with money and that there are sort of external factors. And one of the external factors that has been, there's been a lot of speculation about is, of course, Klopp's future. You know, will a lot of players want to need to extend their stay at Anfield if the German goes? But, you know, now that that sort of factor has been sort of taken off the table, I mean, where do you stand on this? Do you reckon it is Klopp's future does depend greatly on how Mo will sort of decide what to do with, you know, his future? Or is, is it just not really connected? It, to be honest, it wasn't something I'd thought by myself. Of, of being one of the reasons, obviously, when he had his um, his interview with four four two, he did say, you know, as he said, then it wasn't money, and it was. But we all know what the reason was, and I still don't know what it is. But yeah, you, you can imagine that, you know, for Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, Bobby Firmino, all their moves contracts are near an end. You know, to know that 
especially the age they're at, that they're probably going to see out their Liverpool careers under them as well. So it's why wouldn't you want to stay now? Would you say? I think we've listed all the reasons Mo Salah should sign a contract plenty of times, and this is the club to be at. And if you get this news today, and why, why, why wouldn't you want to stay here, stay forever? And yeah, it's just what an exciting time to for him to be a player at Liverpool, and you just yeah. Any other player now looking, thinking, you know, well, maybe I don't try and see what happens, you know, that we're, we're an even bigger pull if that was possible. We, we could be quadruple winners with our best player, all of them, all our best players signing contract extensions, the manager signing on for another couple of years. It just, yeah, it, could, it all sounds a bit too perfect. So let's just, let's see what happens. But it's all, um, it's all going very well at the moment. You're almost expecting something horrible to go wrong. It's too, it's too much. It's too much. I mean, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you can never have too much um, of a good thing, and Jurgen Klopp certainly qualifies uh, in that manner. Uh, I mean, Rick, like, wh- wh- how does this sort of stand with our sort of effort, our quadruple hopes? You know, is this the the perfect boost the club and the squad need to sort of get things? I mean, obviously, the Premier League is more or less sort of out of our hands we're waiting for City to drop points but everything else is fair game and City have proven before they can drop points is this the that vital injection of adrenaline in the arm that we need to, to get things over the line I mean it, it is and it isn't I mean like let's face it it's not it's not well choreographed to get the players to go oh yeah or oh, oh, if Klopp's you know signed the contract then you know I'm definitely going to put 110% into the next match like that's that's how it's they're already going to be doing that anyway. They're already taking this super seriously. You know, every every match is a final in their eyes. What what Klopp does with his contract, regardless, you know, it doesn't really matter. But he can't help but like just feel like a little bit of a you know an extra, you know, it's that extra shot of espresso in the morning. It's that you know a little bit more liveliness in it all. And I just yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm still lost for words. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a good job you've got me on a, a talking-based uh, platform because, yeah, it's I'm handy, just, isn't it? <laughs> it, you know, it's um, the thing is, like, like we said, like it's it's where everything goes from here. I mean, the fact is, um, you know, there was there was a lot of chat about Gerard coming in, um, and you know, being the, like the next step in it all, and this basically just delays that, and you know, it, it's still to be seen. How how his villa experience will pan out? I know a lot of people were like, you know, we'll we'll get Pep Linders to be like a a make wait until until he's at that stage where he can come in. But I mean, like, you know, we'll, I mean, Klopp's literally just extended his got well, he's in the process of extending the contract. I, I it's 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 you know, you, you don't want to be thinking about like you know the next steps. But you know, it's still something that you got to kind of you because you, let's face it. I think there's going to be an interview after this, after it's all signed and everything, and he'll he will most likely say, "Okay, this is it." And you know that's you know that's a bit of a depressing thought, but at the same time, it's like, all right, cool. We know for certain he's like because he's been teasing us about like he wants to, um, you know, he, he wants to have this sabbatical, he wants to have this break, he wants to, you know, have re- refresh and, and, and like you know have some time with his family because he hasn't had that since. You know his time at Mines, I think it is, um, or you know, or like the, that short, the, the very short period after Dortmund, where before he came to us, where he didn't really have much of a holiday as such. But yeah, it's you know we, we need we need to basically uh, make the most of this time because he is such a great leader, and there aren't that many of them 
in the world you know when it comes to when it comes to football there's only a handful there's only a handful in liverpool's history that have really been at this level and if we've got him until you know was it 2026 great Let's you know. Let's capitalize on that, and let's just go for quadruple after quadruple after quadruple. Because like you know, that's the energy that he's got. To, he's bringing to the table. No, absolutely. I, I mean, there's so there's so much of what you've just said that I want I want to go off of. I'm uh, just trying to like pick which avenue to still take. I've gone from I've gone from not being able to speak to just shotgun like you know Tommy gun rounds all over the place on on topics. It, it's oh, it's wonderful. It, it's such a I'm in disbelief. Um, I mean. I mean, let, let's let's start off with the, with the the notion of of Gerard firstly, because what was speculated at the, at the time Gerard agreed to go to Aston Villa and he signed the contract, and you know everyone was sort of pointing at the contract dates and going, oh, you know, the liberal hierarchy clearly identified Gerard as his eventual successor, a fairy tale reunion between former captain and club. I mean, him signing a contract has now completely thrown that idea in, in, into the into the trash. And that's not to say that Stephen Gerrard will never be a Liverpool manager because Gerard and Klopp has extended his stay by two years. Um, but it certainly it, it makes continuity kind of interesting, doesn't it, Pete? I mean, I mean, we certainly shouldn't be fixated on the idea of Stephen Gerrard being an eventual successor to Klopp because you look at sort of the histories that have gone past, you know, the boot room and the idea of promotion from within. We've already seen that with Julian Ward taking over the reins of Michael Edward from this summer onwards. I mean, does this sort of further cement the idea that the club could potentially look inwards with regard to, say, Pep Linders? Yeah, well, you know, we've got well, we've got till 2026 to, to make that decision, which um, is still very good news to hear. And, uh, but, yeah, I think it's it's a tough one for all of us, you know. We were we were starting to half think about what happens when when Klopp goes, and you know, thankfully that they can go on the back burner a bit more now. But yeah, you know, Stephen Gerrard will won't exactly be past it. So it's four years from now, and it's going to be forty four at the time. And you know, Pep Linders is, will be perfectly set up as well. He'll have had a lot of years at Anfield and a lot of experience under Klopp. And you know, it's it's which way they go to the go for the exact continuation and get his assistant manager in or do he go in with a club legend and see if that works but, you know it gives Gerard more time to prove himself and if you know if Gerard's battling with us in 2026 with Aston Villa or any other squad or a team that he's managing then you know he's, he's possibly the right man for the job and you know we're we are a massive football club and you can't be given making a risk on people like even if it is Gerard you know what we saw happen with Chelsea you can't um you can't just expect someone who is a good player to be a good manager. You know, this probably gives Gerard a bit of time to, you know, he knows he's going to have a good few years now in Villa and he's going to make a name for himself if he wants his job. And Pep Linders, you know, will probably be there waiting for it when Klopp, when Klopp does go. Like, as Rick said, I do think this probably will be the end. Just looking there, I think Klopp will be 58 by the time it's done. And he's, he's always said he doesn't want to be someone managing when he when he's dead old and, you know, maybe by how hard he works retiring a couple of years before he turns 60 wouldn't be a bad thing for him and oh, it's just you know the best thing is that we don't want to have to think about what happens next now we can just enjoy this you know we've all been trying to live in the moment of this season but we've got plenty more years of this you know I just feel like the news when you saw Klopp this morning might be signing a contract and you, you think what it was like 
back when when Shankly retired, and you know you see all those news reports and they're saying how oh, you're joking, aren't you, and stuff like that. He just you can't believe the fact he wants to wants to stay. Obviously, not in a bad way. Just it's so it's such good news, and as I say, you feel like something bad's gonna have to happen to us because everything just seems perfect at the moment. And you know, even if we do end the season with just a Carabao Cup, we've got we've got Jurgen Klopp. And he is the main thing at, at this football club, and obviously I want to end with a quadruple. But he is what's keeping us going. He's got us where we are, and I just think no matter who takes over after him. It's, it's not going to be as good as I expect. So I just we can enjoy every second, every day, that he's here, every match, and you know you can imagine the atmosphere now. We've got I think Tottenham and Wolves are our next two home games, and that Tottenham one Saturday night seven forty five. If we're still in with the league, he signed a contract extension, you know, and we're hopefully on our way to the Champions League final. You just that atmosphere is going to be unbelievable, and it's just yeah, wow, what a, what a time to be a Liverpool fan. Just to pick up on the point you've just said there, Pete. Um, so. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's it's probably right that if someone comes in afterwards, um, you know, they they probably won't be as good um, because Klopp set the standard so damn high. But at the end of the day, I mean, like you look at say Ferguson at United and the squad that he left to Moyes pales in comparison to the squad that we have now. And like you know, you look at the, the transfer targets that w- we've got. Like you know, we've got Harvey Elliott, who is already like this 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 rough gem um, that is being underutilized at the moment. And I appreciate that you know we're in the business end of the season. He's not going to be making starts or whatever. Maybe there's still some sort of still slowly coming back from that injury. He needs to get over a few sort of performance hurdles. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know to, like I said, compared to, to the, like Ferguson at United, there's it's Klopp. Even if like this is this is it, this is like the last dance for Klopp. The squad that he's leaving to whoever he's leaving it to will be, you know, much stronger. And as long as the club get a manager in that's within the same sort of play style and and all that kind of like, you know, the, the same ta- tactical mindset that Klopp has, even if it's not like a one to one exact replica. But you know, what I'm saying is. I, I think we'll we'll be a much stronger team, and I don't think we're going to completely jump off, like jump off a cliff. It'll be a slow. If there is like a, a, a regression in um, in in performance, then like it, it will be like a slow decline rather than just you know from the top straight down. If you know what I mean. Yeah, we, we might start winning trebles until they could exactly. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. you know. Well, no, it'll be it'll be the, the sextuple, hopefully, by you know, and then and working down to the quadruple. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. It's nice to know, Rick, that you you kept your sort of general bleak outlook. Oh, <laughs> I am the most pessimistic person you will ever meet. But today, today of all days, I'm like, this is amazing. How can I ruin this? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it, it, what interests me is, of course, you know, we're, we're looking. I mean, we have to because this is fundamentally we're looking towards the future. We're planning a new contract, but you know, we're already thinking, oh my god, you know, it, if, if it's so good now and we're going to have two more years of that, how bad is it going to feel when it's over? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the point you've made, Rick, obviously about the club being in, in, in a better in better nick uh, by the time the club does leave is, is absolutely accurate. You know, where we where we've come from to where we are regardless of whether you know there's continuity you see Linders come in or you see Gerard come in or, or someone else entirely that we may not have even heard of yet uh, in, in the coaching uh, sphere the club will fundamentally be in a far better position you know from top to bottom structurally 
we're incredibly we're an incredibly well run club. Um, you know, we've got quality players coming through. It's we're in a very good position. I mean, obviously, I, I take Pete's point uh, in that the likelihood is because of just how greatly we've been spoiled um, under the Jurgen Klopp years, and thankfully, you know, long may that continue. Um, the, the, you know, the chances are, the Lord, you know, we're probably not going to get as good a period of management uh, beyond that. Um, of course, you know, you might argue that uh, back in the day when you know, we mentioned Shankly, uh, when Shankly left the club, I think I, I'd, I'd wager that probably many a fan probably thought that'd be it. And, and then the Paisley era came, it came through. Um, again, it's, <laughs> you, you never know what could happen. It could go the complete opposite way, but because of structurally how we have things, Pete, you know, it's, we, we're not set up to have a collapse, are we? That's it. Don't, don't I believe me with that one. That's when I, I in 20 years when I get the quote of whatever I say now. But um, you, you don't know, do you? But I think with what happened with us, obviously in the 90s, with what happened with United, I think that we're in a position now that we're just all enjoying it while it lasts type thing. And it's going to last longer than we thought it would with its first contract extension. This other one means it's going to last even longer again. So I think, you know, I, I know you're saying, like we do need to kind of look to the future and you see where we will be when he goes. But you know what? This gives us the beauty of living in the moment. It's all about the next game for the squad and the and the and the, everyone, all the players, all the, the fans, getting cop every time. They always just say it's all about the next game. And I you know that we can do that for a good few years now because we we're good enough to beat anyone. And the next game we can win it no matter who we're playing. And you know it's it's an exciting time. And yeah, I just I think they don't need to be. Looking too far ahead, I think just say you know that whatever happens then happens. It's just going to be we see where we are in in twenty twenty six. I was just having a quick look. Then you know everyone's going to be four years older, so the, the people who, who will leave, as you say, Klopp's going to have to build a, a new team then because you know I doubt Ilman's going to be playing when he's forty. Like, yeah, I mean, you never know. Well, you never, never know. Thiago, <laughs> Hendo, they're both thirty one. Um, Matter for me now. Van Dijk, Mane, they're all 30. Alisson, Salah, 29. So, you know, that's a lot of people there who possibly won't be playing in four years' time. So, we're going to have to see what team Klopp brings through. He's already replaced most of them. I mean, of course, you've got Diaz, Jota up front. So, we're probably going to get another forward. We're probably going to have to get another centre-back with Canate or to go behind Joe Gomez. And so, there's going to be, they're going to have to invest in him again and help this next team, which, you know, when you're there for that long, you do have to build two squads. And, I think he's kind of built his own one and it's changing a bit, but this a lot of these players have been stalwarts under under Jurgen Klopp, so he's gonna to have to now think about building that next team. And obviously if he builds it well enough and, and young enough, then whoever the next manager is, as you say, as long as they're in a similar style, it should just be a, a thing of just picking up the, the bat on and, and carrying on. But it's it's a lot easier said than done as as I said, as we've seen with ourselves and, and with United. So, you know, I think the the time for looking for the future maybe comes in the summer, maybe comes in a couple of years, but I know I'm I'm more than happy to live in the and enjoy the fact that we've got another four years in Klopp amazing I mean I'm so incredibly tempted to keep looking forward to the future but I think you know you're absolutely right we do need to focus on the present and the current is of course that we are in the fight Rick for all all, well, all three remaining competitions of course the Carabao Cup is in the bag the Premier League is out of our hands but you never know I, I mean what, what, what fundamentally what does this sort of change for Liverpool in the short term? The short term, I mean, it uh, depends on how, how do you want to define short term? Because like, there's, there's the short term as in, <laughs> like, you know, you know, tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, you know, that if, you know, if it, the Newcastle game, 
you know, it might give everyone like a bit of a perk. You know, again, we're going to need that for a half twelve kickoff. But in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really mean a lot in the in the short short term. Short term is in maybe this is the the first hurdle that we need to get over to get the the salad contract over the line. Well, then that's you know it's that's a massive thing. You know, if if, if Salah's like, well, you know, if I don't know whether the Klopp's going to be around, I don't want to commit, and then only find out that like you know, two years in, he's going to walk away, and then we're going to have a new manager, and then I might not be in his plans because by that point I might be too old, and you know, I might not be at the current level that I'm at. Who knows? So you know, with Klopp there to give, you know, saying, ah, oh, if 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 I'm in, then you can be in, and that's that that's significant long term. You know, great. Middle term, you know, I, I think then that means we can start looking to some of these, like, you know, we've got Carvalho who's coming in. Um, you know, we can start, like, like I said before, trying to get Elliot uh, back into the into the fold. Um, you know, Jones as well. Like, the, the, we've got the, we've got this kind of quite young core that we can start to slowly develop. Um, and and all the, this is basically like you know when you look at the the long term weather forecast and it says oh it's going to rain by the end of the week and then you look at it again and it's like oh it's not it's not going to rain just yet it's it's going to be like you know a few days time further on than what we originally said that's all this is but at least you get a few more days of sunshine to make the most of it and to do some gardening this is such a weird analogy I don't know why I started this <laughs> I mean I mean the, the reality of the situation is regardless of whether we want to look you know. Right to the end, 2026, summer, Klopp goes, look, this has been fantastic, but, you know, I'm getting on a bit. I want to spend some time with my family or, you know, oh, I, I fancy another challenge if, you know, I, I don't really know where you go from Liverpool from here. Um, Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, well, definitely not Bayern Munich, I'd imagine. Um, but, I mean, the reality is between now and 2026, you know, Liverpool will have competitors you know presumably Manchester City will remain strong presumably Chelsea will remain strong um I mean at, at, at some point the likes of United maybe Tottenham <laughs> Tottenham really emphasizing maybe there um, will buck up their ideas and provide more of a threat higher up in the table uh, for now of course Liverpool Manchester City are the dominant teams in English football and world football uh, at large um so, so the question you know is Pete what, what's what, what, what does this what does this Liverpool team know in right we've got Klopp for the next four years now what how does this sort of change our transfer policy do you think this is going to have a massive impact on how we recruit this summer thinking that you know now that we're not thinking Klopp's got two years with these players this group of players and the up, up and coming players that just change how we recruit well it's interesting the FSG style is to get you know players maybe just before the prime and not pay too much for them. You know, Luis Diaz was was that one. You know, he, he's twenty five, but in, in the next few years, he he should be absolutely flying, shouldn't he? And, and let's hope that that's what happens. And I think it's just going to continue that way. Obviously, so we got we're supposed to be getting that Carvalho from Fulham, and you know, he's another exciting one that you know the club must like to have been as committed as they have been to, to signing them. And I think it's just going to carry on as it has done, really. You know, I think over in Thiago, I can't remember the last time we signed a player that was, you know, it feels bad saying it, but maybe past his best. Probably a bit harsh on Thiago because he's unbelievable, but you know what I mean? Someone who's probably had the prime and has come from a big club, we don't really do that. So I think to get what type of player we get will just, just carry on. And, you know, I think there will be investments because, you know, even if Salah signs the new contract and Mane does, as I said before, you know, Van Dijk 
um, Salah, Mane, probably even Alisson, are all going to probably need replacing by the time he leaves in 2026. And you know what? It's unlikely that Klopp would leave that to someone else. You know, he'd expect that we'd be getting these next people in. And whether that is Harvey Elliott who comes through the youth system or whether we, we go and select our next 24, 25-year-old winger attacker or centre-back and, and keeper and, and get them in. You know, it's it's... It's going to be interesting to see what happens and say Klopp's going to have to build his next team and whether it's for him in the, in the last couple of years or whether it's right when he finishes and it's for the next manager, that would, that's, that will remain to be seen, won't it? But I still think we'll carry on with the, the model that we've got, you know, the, the money ball system and all that. It'll be, they always seem to get it right. So let's hope that it continues and Klopp must also know that because he, he, he wouldn't stay around if everything wasn't in place for it to be successful for another four years. So, yeah, fingers crossed he, we get the right players and, and it'll be exciting to see because there will be change and it won't be for the sake of having to replace players who aren't good enough it'll be because they're, they're retiring and reaching the end of the career so I think we're going to be signing some big players who are hopefully going to go and match what this current squad are doing I mean it's an interesting point you raise there you know specifically looking at the likes of you know Alisson Van Dijk uh, Jordan Henderson uh, I mean we've got a sort of a good sort of young sort of core to the side but there are sort of key players there that you know will Sadly, at one point, be be past their best, and there'll need to be some kind of replacement process. I mean, Rick, it, are Liverpool in a better position under Klopp to be, you know, thinking about the future? Obviously, by the point of twenty twenty six. So, I suppose, okay, I suppose my question is, you know, is it better in terms of the rebuild process that Klopp leaves in twenty twenty six as opposed to twenty twenty four? Um, it's it, all it's doing is giving more breathing space, which is what I said before. It's it's that. Um, you know, like, like you said, we've got this young core. If Allison were to go tomorrow, we've got Kelleher. Like, the, you know, the, those, the only player there that I think is truly irreplaceable that's like kind of towards the tail end of their career is Van Dyke. And like, because he's just such a Rolls Royce like you know the 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 cream of the crop when it comes to that kind of position you're not going to get that from a youth player um but you know there, there, there's um the scope for us to I mean, look at Kanate uh, how he's he's slotted in like since he's he's arrived uh, there's like we, we we've got these players that the the the, the stronger we're, we're a stronger unit now than we were at the start of the season um, and that's from a hell of a lot of young players that have come in and just sort of been there um, to help out when needs be. It's not like, you know, Joe Gomez is is, uh, is still quite young. I mean, he's not getting into the team recently unless it's been to fill in for Trent or, you know, unless it's like a, a rotation uh, cup game. But like, you know, there's, there's still players like that that can do a job. And, you know, we're coming down, like, you know, by the time it gets to 2026, I wouldn't be surprised if, because um, for the last few seasons, we haven't really made any major changes to the squad. We've just kept adding and adding and adding, apart from like sort of Lalana or Wijnaldum, who have just sort of kind of come to the end of the contract and the club have just gone, yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, I mean, sometimes that's against what Klopp has suggested and you know if, if reports are true then obviously he wanted to keep uh Wijnaldum around um but you know but the, the thing is by the by that point we will have gone through a, a, a new cycle of the team and you know it will look completely different so I, I it's it's an exciting era that we're about to walk into um because it's not only 
stage two, or is it stage three, I'd say, I'd argue, that we're going into now, of the Klopp squad. Um, but then it's also stage one of whoever comes next, whether it be that Linders, be that Gerard, And, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, I'd argue you've already sort of seen clear hints at where they kind of want to take the management. You know, I mean, Klopp's been clear as is this, you know, he's spoken about how much he trusts Pep Linders, you know, specifically, you know, Linders has so much more control over the coaching and the training sessions. You know, he he comes up with, I can't remember the specific game, but I remember Klopp talking about, how a certain tactical plan was Linda's, Linda's idea. So there's already that level of, you know, there's a strong bond of trust there, but there's that level of freedom in terms of you've got great ideas. You know, I, I want to hear them. And, you know, maybe that's obviously Jürgen is always going to be the first one to say that he doesn't know everything and that he needs, you know, a, a group of sort of experts, professionals around him Well, I mean, you know, as great a manager he is. I mean, the, th- the thing is though, like to, to go back to my point about it being like what, the, the wave three, like ver- version three of the squad, I mean, like we've had the the Gangan Press uh, era, like when he first joined, and he worked everyone to the bone. And now we're in this sort of like more um, refined. It's not like the the heavy metal football. It's that sort of slow. We do things our way. You know, retain possession. Uh, it's it's a, a lot more heavily thought through, well crafted. Who knows what's the next? The next step, and that's where, like you know, it, it, that that decision didn't just come from Klopp. That was the, from the team around him, and like you know, it's, it's been a, a plan that's as they've got the better players in, and you know, it's it's, it's like like you were saying, it's, it's the, the the team that he's got surrounded by him and the managerial team, and like throwing ideas off of each other and going, you know, how how can we we got this issue? Okay, how do we fix it? Okay, these are the players that we need to to bring in. This is the style that we need to change. We need to tweak, make tweaks here and there. That's the sign of not just a great management, great management team, and you know it, to have that around for an extra few years is just you know because we're going to have we might be walking into a completely different play style, not not like you know completely throw out the playbook and you know it's it's completely night and day kind of, but you know it, we could probably see some more refinements from here. Who knows? I mean, like the way that we do, we do the the, the high line because of changes to the when, when VAR came in. You know, who knows what, what changes they're going to make. The fact that we're now going to get five subs in the Premier League. Like, how's, how would how will that change the way that Klopp um, manages the team? Because obviously he's, he's, he's been banging on about it for so long. He's obviously very passionate about having, having plenty of rotation in there. So, you know, the fact that he can now rest more players uh, over, over certain periods of time um, or only use them sparingly in like how will that affect the pace and the tempo of the game that we'll be playing you know it's it's, it's something that is you know it's it's blockbuster it's going to be exciting no matter what happens i mean squad depth is going to be a thing um especially if you're looking at sort of fifa's plans for you know biannual world cup and even more games changes to the champions league you know it all feeds into the same sort of issue but fortunately it seems to be an issue that liverpool are fundamentally coping better with now than they have you know ever before you look at i mean you look at players like you know taki Minamino, who was you know fundamentally I'd say arguably our best player, you know, for much of the League Cup uh, run. And obviously, you know, there's a massive, massive difference in quality uh, for much of the competition compared to, you know, Premier League 
Champions League, but we're talking key players that have played a role, a little role in that first piece of silverware this season who can't get a look in. You know, Harvey Elliott, as you mentioned earlier, again, is another one, had a fantastic start of the season, horrible with the injury and hasn't really seen much playing time, understandably, of course. We're in the, the tail end of the season. This is where the major trophies are won. This is where Liverpool could secure a piece of history that endures forever, uh, and rightly so. I think, you know, it's an incredible accomplishment, a potential uh, quadruple. But I mean, the thing that's interesting and to go back to Gerard is and, and the, the idea of, of trusting um, the staff you have around you to make the right decisions is it, it, it's a philosophy that's also held by Stephen Gerrard. I think you know he's, he's been heavily influenced by um, Klopp in that regard. I think you know we at Empire we wrote a, wrote a piece with his assistant um, Ian Beale, who's massively responsible for the you know, the tactical sort of innovations at Rangers. Went with him to Aston Villa. It would be very interesting to see how how that relationship uh, progresses um, in, in the middle of this. Uh, but uh, there are multiple sort of avenues that Liverpool can, can go down. Um, but fundamentally, as, as long as we do maintain that sort of idea of it's not a one-man show, you know, we, not not to, not to say that we can replicate the same level of success during the Klopp era, but maintaining that mantra is, is going to be critical, isn't it, Pete? Well, he's in a quite a unique position as what he's in now, Klopp, and obviously it's who takes over him, but I think a lot of the responsibility will be on him and he'll definitely you know, ensure that he leaves it in the best position possible for whoever it is that takes over. You know, I, th- I think it's going to be 10 years he'll have been in charge when he leaves, which is, is ridiculous. And I kind of just done a quick look there. That's longer than, that's two years longer than Bob Paisley, longer than so many others, four years more than Rafa, five years more than Gerard Hule. You know, it's these... He's almost on uncharted waters as a pool manager for being there that long. You know, the people you're comparing him with were there in, in the wartime and in the 1800s and obviously the great Bill Shankly and for Klopp to have this longer reign at the top of any football club, never mind an elite one like ourselves, it just shows what a man he is, really how great he is at his job. You know, we are so lucky to have him. I know we, we keep wanting to say you know, who might be in next, but I do think he, he is a freak. He is... We, I think we all know how lucky we are and you get wrapped up in will Salah sign his contract and will this player come and who will we sign next but I just, you know the people we sign he just seems to make them superstars and they leave and they're not, they're not as good and I'm saying it's not just him but you can imagine whenever he does go it's likely there you know Peter Cavett should probably go and whether Pep Linders would want to stay and take the top job we won't know but I just do think that what we've got in place at the moment is special and I, I don't want to sound negative about it again but I just don't think it's going to be up to the same level obviously everyone's going to try their best to make sure it is but the change will have to happen and I just think you know just enjoy it while it's here with these everyone keeps saying it on Twitter everything you see you know these are the days we'll look back at this time and think wow and you know we put a tweet up before of saying you know in the last in the last 12 days or something we've beat uh, Manchester City to get ourselves in the FA Cup final we've beat Man United we've beat Everton we've just won the semi-final in the Champions League and we're going to the second leg with two goal lead and now possibly our greatest ever manager has just agreed to stay another two years you know I'm I'm all for not looking in the future let's just <laughs> enjoy everything and sorry to keep saying that but I just yeah I don't want to depress myself with if it all goes wrong so let's just it's all going so right and, and I can't wait for the, the next game Well I'll tell you what I feel like that feels the best place we could possibly leave um, this Twitter space uh, chat. And I'm feeling very, very uh, positive um, about the presence. And, you know, why not for those just joining uh, the chat? Thank you very much. Well, 
we've Liverpool have reportedly uh, agreed a contract extension for Jurgen Klopp staying until 2026. Thank you very much um, for listening. We appreciate you as ever and we look forward to the next four years of the Jurgen Klopp era. I think, you know, we absolutely, it's right to say, you know, with, with the, the victories we've been enjoying of late, talk of quadruple, these are the days and, you know, we're going to thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy them. Right, Stan, some fantastic news has emerged courtesy of David Ornstein of The Athletic and that is, of course, that Jurgen Klopp has reportedly agreed a two-year contract extension on top of his current terms that will keep him at Anfield until the summer of 2026, it has been alleged. I mean, what are your thoughts first and foremost? And then beyond that, how much, what, what does this change for Liverpool and looking in the short term, the transfer window. Well, it's fantastic news. You and I off off air were uh, having conversations about uh, would Jurgen stay, wouldn't he stay, what the potential would be if Liverpool win a quadruple. Um, could you get to a position where you've climbed the mountain, you've won a quadruple and then say, well, I'm going to go and take on another challenge. He hasn't done that. He's looked at it and he said... Right, OK, if we win a quadruple, we're in an incredibly strong position. And I think as a club, you're then looking at something that's potentially never been done, well, something that's never been done before, that you can use to be able to brand Liverpool as firmly the club of the 21st century. We are the first club to have won a quadruple. I'm not saying it will happen, but it could happen. And then it, rem- it would remind me of you know, the constant Sir Alex Ferguson contract renegotiations. It's like, oh, could he go elsewhere? He's a great manager and what have you. And he stayed. He stayed for a long period of time to create a dynasty. Pep Guardiola, of course, has been at Manchester City now for quite some time as well. And I think that for those kind of managers, you look at the, the Premier League and say, it's the best league in the world. It's the most competitive league in the world when it comes to the top four or five. I think there are arguments and, and uh, conversations to be had once you get beyond that, whether, whether there are two or three leagues in a league. But he's, he's playing his trade in the best league. He's going to be given resources by FSG that I think even FSG didn't realise that they would or could give. Because if you're winning the amount of trophies, if you're in, as competitive as Liverpool are, and have been under Jurgen Klopp in the Jurgen Klopp era, you have to give him the resources to be able to continue that. Otherwise, what's the point? And for Jurgen himself, I think it's I think it's the, the biggest reflection is on uh, positive reflection is on Liverpool as a city, uh, Liverpool as a supporter base. That he feels the connection with them. You know, when he goes up and and does the sort of triple punch in the air to the cop and the away supporters. That he feels connected to the supporters. He feels that it's somewhere where he continue, he can continue to do um, and achieve very good things. So, quite incredible news. Um, a two-year extension is it fits in with the man. I don't think he was ever going to like. I'm going to sign a new six-year fresh contract. I think he's he's very grounded and he realizes that you can be the cock of the walk the one day. And as uh, as Piers Morgan never thought I'd be quoting Piers Morgan in a Empire of the Cop video, but um, a feather dust to the next. You know, if you sign a six-year contract and year two, year three doesn't go well, 
uh, and then you leave under under a cloud. I think he's he's added two years because he feels now that that's a four year project, including the remainder of this year, that he can push Liverpool Football Club onto being the preeminent club uh, in Europe. And I think he genuinely can. I think that that would mean. Liverpool will compete. They will have resources to be able to compete for the title in the next three or four years. Likewise, the Champions League. Uh, likewise, being able to continue to buy players um, that of that kind of bracket where you're taking a little bit of a risk, Mane, Salah, when they came for 30, 40 million pounds, Diaz, and turning them into... Uh, gems. I think that there is a remit for Jordan Henderson and James Milner in that time to be brought into the Liverpool co- coaching fold. And I do wonder now that, you know, Stephen Gerrard has managed Rangers. Stephen Gerrard is now manager of Aston Villa and it's going okay, but he's got a lot of learning to do. Whether the the part of the plan to get Stephen after year three and Jurgen goes and it's this perfect synergy and handover, whether they feel that Stephen has got plenty more work to do yet um, to be a, a a Liverpool manager. So I think that it works very well for everybody. Absolutely delighted. Other clubs will be absolutely terrified because they know what they're going to get now. And for the Premier League to have a man that laughs and smiles and brings joy via his teams. Um, Absolutely sensational. Massive thumbs up from me. Massive congratulations to the club because um, often clubs, when they're doing very well, let things ebb away to the last minute and all of a sudden you lose your best player or you lose your manager or you lose both. Um, If that doesn't persuade the likes of Mo Salah and other players in the dressing room, Liverpool is the destination the next three or four years nothing well we hope you've enjoyed the latest impromptu episode of the empire of the cop podcast if you like what you heard today feel free to subscribe to our Substack, our youtube and our twitter to keep an eye out for further impromptu episodes wherever thanks very much and take care